This is 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. It's the main ingredient at the Forks. Love it here. Krista, how are you? I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you? Good. We have Larissa Peck. Yes. What is your title here? My title is the manager of marketing and communications. What a great job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we, well, I'm not saying that just because you brought us beer, but I think it's a great job because you have great vendors here. You guys have we done do. a great job of remarketing the forks, right? Absolutely. Yep. We have a lot of stories to tell. Uh, and of course, luckily, some of them can be told through food and drink. Uh, and, and those are the kind of things that bring people together. And that's what we're here to do. Snap, snap, as we take a picture. <laughs> um, first of all, let's talk about what's coming up for the fall for the forks. Like, obviously, summertime is crazy busy. Yeah. Right? yeah, we saw a, a great summer, really successful uh, in terms of bringing people down to the site, um, people checking out our new patio, which is outside. We're looking over it right now, and yep. people are not ready for fall because they're out there, they're enjoying their lunch, they're having, they're, maybe they're having a drink, maybe they're just enjoying the view of the river, and um, that was something super exciting for us to to open up the space and, and uh, give people a place to hang out and just meet and greet, which is... Again, we're a meeting place. We've been a meeting place for over 6,000 years, and, and that's what we're trying to bring people. It's just fabulous. Mm-hmm. I've had a few friends in from out of town, like from other cities in Winnipeg, or I mean outside of Winnipeg, come in this year, and they're blown away. Like, you're not seeing this in other big cities across the country. Right, and I think that that's something that we're really lucky to have. Um, Winnipeg, you, we and Winnipeggers are not always thinking of ourselves as leaders in in, in this kind of thing. And totally if not, hundred percent. Yeah, we're a little bit on the self-deprecating side, yeah. but I think yeah, this is really lucky. We have a very unique hospitality license, allowing people to go in and out of the market or up and down and just enjoy a drink if they like to. And if not, it's totally an open space for anybody to enjoy because you're not gonna we're not gonna say please leave if you're if you brought a picnic. How did you pull it off? I'm curious. How did you guys pull this off? Number one, it's great. It shows that people can actually drink responsibly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because before it's kind of like we just thought as soon as alcohol was involved that people would go crazy. But here proves that it can be done responsibly. And I'm wondering how you guys started the process to even get this on the table and moreover approved, right? Yeah, I think the process started three years ago when we opened the Common, uh, the beer and wine kiosk downstairs in the food hall. That was a unique concept mm-hmm. in, in Winnipeg and in Manitoba that that the vendor would only provide alcohol and then we would be relying on the other vendors in the food hall to be providing the food options. So after three years of operations with the, the Common in the food hall um, and really having no incidents related to intoxication, and seeing a great success and great, great uptake from the community, visitors and Winnipeggers. This is something that we that was on our radar that we wanted to explore. And it just it came together through obviously a lot of teamwork through architects and uh, builders and of course the LGCA um, in helping us create this license. And then once it's implemented, of course, like working really closely with our with our very well-trained bartenders and our security team to ensure that those boundaries, because there are, there is a boundary, right, right. Um, is being respected and um, that we continue to have no incidents. You know what I like especially? You brought beer and wine, which we're going to talk about mm-hmm. next. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yes. Know, I, before I have, you tell me that you get... I have more questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, no. The fact that the common is used to really promote a lot of local products. Yeah. Right? Totally. Like the beer guys tell me, most of them will say, 
you guys sell the most local beer out of anybody that they supply beer to. Yeah, and we like to have a like kind of an ever-changing roster of beers because um, it's absolutely great to be able to have this venue to promote the local brewers. Mm-hmm. But our sommelier, Veronique Reve, she's mm-hmm. based out of Ottawa, and you've she's and you've, awesome. yeah, yeah, she's so awesome. Yeah. But she says if a if a winemaker is only drinking his own wine, you you can't trust him because you know <laughs> then he has no context for what he's making. You right. know. Um, that's kind of her quote, and that's sort of the approach we've taken with our beer list, specifically because obviously, like, there are not really um, wine producers in Winnipeg. Our mm-hmm. growing season does is not conducive to that. But yeah, with our beer list, that's kind of the approach that we take. So we know that the locals will be really successful, but we also like to try and bring in a uh, product that people might not be able to try elsewhere in the city, um, and that's what a lot of our regular guests really enjoy about the Common. So how many how many beer taps do you have? We have twenty beer taps. Wow. Nice. They yeah. just keep changing. How many how many wine taps do you have? Twenty as well. As well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and but then, cider. Cider. Yes. There's always a cider option. There's also always a gluten free option. And and depending on the day, depending on what the situation is, that might be something that you have to ask about because you might not see it on the menu. We also always will have two craft non alcoholic beer mm-hmm. options and a craft. Uh, non-alcoholic wine option. It's kind of like a sparkling fermented tea. Unlike kombucha, it's um, sweet and kind of less funky. Yeah. Uh, but then we do have a, a local kombucha on tap also outside for, wow. for, the, for the non-alcoholic options. Yeah. Which kombucha do you have? Do you know? Does that switch? It switches. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, right now it's beautiful. We see the nice yellow trees are mm-hmm. getting into fall. I've seen some of your posts where people can wrap up in a blanket yes. and get cozy. How long will the outdoor common stay open? So it's kind of just a touch and go kind of situation. Um, it's not going to open on a cold, miserable day. Um, but if it's, you know, if it's sunny in the afternoon and a reasonable temperature and people are coming, um, we'll be open. And yes, the blanket option is there. Um, if, if the weather turns, we'll probably shut it down. Luckily, we're pretty flexible in that way. So I guess the short answer is as long as possible. Right. Yeah. So there isn't a hard, hard post for the season date. No. It would be great our, if it was our, open on a nice sunny Sunday afternoon in February. Totally. And, <laughs> and like it's possible. Right. Yeah. Hey, Billy, your shift, you know, uh, put on your parka. You're going to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mind, do you? <laughs> that is a sharp looking bar out there. It looks really good. Yeah, right? thank you. Yeah, the last time we were here, it was, you know, on the verge of opening kind of like kind of top secret. You guys were announcing it. Now it's open and it's gone over really well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a little break. Okay. We're going to talk about the reason we're here and we're going to talk about the beer. And the wine. And wine. Here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. We are here at the Forks. Krista, you're just happy because this beer sitting here. I'm happy because I'm sitting at the Forks. When I walked up here today... It was, it was very quiet. We got here earlier this morning. It was quiet. And I just thought, what an awesome place to walk up to every mm-hmm. day for work. You must love that. Yeah. It's pretty lucky. It's a pretty special place. Yeah. yeah. She was sitting there by herself waiting for us to walk in. Patiently. Yes. That's it. No, she wasn't. She was doing like, probably work. Running, something. running around. Running yeah. I accused her of slacking, but I know she's not slacking. <laughs> All right. You brought some beer here. I did. I also brought some wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them. Yeah, so these are some selections off of our summer beer and wine list, which is on its way out as the season is. When, when does that change? When do you guys change? Actually, um, when summer ends, you change it? No, we, we change quarterly, and our um, next 
list launch is happening over Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, cool. So we have two events coming up. Uh, again, our sommelier comes in, Veronique Rave. She's coming in uh, to Winnipeg to launch the new lists. Um, and we have three guided tasting events on uh, the Friday evening before Thanksgiving. So that kind of looks like about a 45-minute uh, session with at Veronique, and she'll kind of guide you through tasting a flight of wine. She's or- great at that too, right? She, she, her attitude towards it kind of really represents the forks well. She's not stuffy. She's, you know, very open, no yeah. dumb questions, very into uh, really giving information to anyone and everyone who wants to learn about wine, right? Yes, absolutely. Her philosophy is that whatever you're eating and whatever you're drinking, you should enjoy. Right. And so that's kind of where we start with her. And she has a lot of passion and a lot of a lot a lot of knowledge about mm-hmm. wine and beer. Yep. And well her, respected. Absolutely. And it's just a treat to listen to her speak. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, you know, enjoy a couple of glasses of wine <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so people can can jump on board for that. And then we're trying something a little bit different. On um, the Saturday morning, we're having brunch and bubbly. So it'll be a, a guided uh, sparkling wine tasting with some brunch options. From- sounds like something she would enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Really>? Brunch and bubbly. <laughs> so the brunch options, are they from the vendors? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, a bunch of the vendors that you've been speaking with today. Okay, nice segue into why we're here today. Why are we here? Uh, We're here to chat to a bunch of our uh, food vendors. We have uh, 15 quick service uh, food vendors here at at the Forks Market. Speaking of beer and wine, their their food pairs really well with those things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You really can't go wrong. So yeah, we've got a number of, of really popular food vendors and some of them... This is their first crack at having a bricks and mortar uh, setup. Um, they've been a very popular food truck, perhaps, like in the case of Red Ember or Q Grill. Somebody like Tallgrass Bakery, they've been uh, an absolutely uh, pillar of the Forks Market yeah, since, wow. for, right. since yeah, very early days. So we have quite a variety, um, a variety of ethnic foods and a variety of yeah flavors and tastes. And I think what's really great is we see a lot of families coming here for dinner after work, for example. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a loud market setting. Kids can run around. Kids can be noise. The kids kids can be kids. Right. And mom and dad can enjoy if they feel like a, a pint or a glass of wine with their you know fancy steak sandwich um and kids can have a hot dog or a hamburger and everyone is everyone's happy totally happy yeah okay so let's what what beer and what do you am i going to test you here did you know what we have here no i said i said make me a nice flight uh, <laughs> and it looks beautiful <laughs> so we have like we have a variety of uh lightness and darkness <laughs> of beer um i'm gonna try one yeah we should we should, we should try one and cheers toast. okay All right. of course okay I'm There's no that. duds on the list, so uh, this is, thing is a dud beer. Yeah. Man. Are you me? <laughs> All right, let's cheers. Oh, look at the colors of that. Yeah, yeah, we have some some fall time flavors entering the list. I know that there was a there's a bit of a pumpkin spiced beer. Yeah. We want we want people to think of the Forks as a destination, and yeah, we have some like really really good wines on our wine list. Wouldn't you want to pair that with an excellent steak? And right. well, would you look at that? There's an option right beside the bar. Right. Simon Steaks is perhaps uh, a bit of an underdog in the Forks Market. Um, not after today, man. Not after today, gonna, no. Dude, that steak was awesome. Not after the first time you try them. Yeah, I would highly recommend giving that a try. 
Um, and the like the steak sandwich is is definitely a go to on my uh, lunch roster. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And yeah. after that, we spoke with um, Quinn from Red Ember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tried some of that pizza. Mm-hmm. That's got to be hugely popular here. Yeah, so speedy. The so speedy. Ninety, 90 seconds. seconds. Ninety seconds to cook one of those amazing pizzas. Just yeah, it's so neat, and it's cool to see you know ki- like kids and families sitting up at the bar at the yeah, at Red Ember because cool. you can watch all like the cooks are putting pizzas in the oven, pulling them out like obviously on a very quick interval. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Personally, as a child, I n- never had that opportunity. So I'm jealous of all, yeah, all so. kids coming to the Forks Market these days and being able to watch that kind of cool production in action. Yeah, and I yeah. ate salad. What's, what yes, kind of salad was that, that was a zucchini butter lettuce salad. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Wow, I just, I just I stuffed it, it in my face. Was that first salad even... you've ever eaten, Kevin? I think so. <laughs> I think those are the first greens I've ever eaten. Yeah, it's, congratulations. It's kind of crazy. It was very yeah. good. Do you guys have any events coming up for the fall? Uh, well, the Uncommon Pours, um, right. the beer and wine tasting, right. um, and the brunch and bubbly. How do people find out events? So let's say, hey, I oh, want to okay. know what's going on yeah. at the Forks. Yeah. You know, how can they find that information Yeah, uh, while I drink my beer? We always have a, a lot of events happening. Our event calendar is generally quite packed, uh, and you can find that at theforks.com slash events. You must update that like weekly, daily. All the time, every day. Yeah. How do, how do you go about getting new events? Like, who thinks up all the events? Well, it's a mix. There's definitely, uh, it's it's absolutely a team effort because um, some of the events are our signature events. So things like Canada Day, New Year's Eve, those kind of big ticket community events. Uh, and then a lot of the things that happen around here are community members that have come to us with an idea and, and they want to host their event here. And uh, th- those are things like Pride and uh, Rib Fest and, you know, those kind of big, big ticket items. And then on a weekly basis, there's all kinds of things happening, um, whether it's like a talk or a concert, or we have a number of fitness programs for new moms or seniors uh, to participate in. Um, We're going to need those, one after today. Yeah. <laughs> so, they run Steak year round. I need a fitness yeah. program, let me tell you. <laughs> and you have some artists right now painting a mural under the, uh, yeah. the underpass, I yeah. saw. So there's always something. Always going something. On. Yeah. Okay, so. For more information, you guys are on social media also. Mm-hmm. So if they want to, people want to get information, not just the website, but, but how do they, what's your handle? Yeah. Uh, the handle? Fork- Is that a word for social media? Or yeah. am I really old? No. no. You got it. You got it. it. Oh, you got okay. it. Uh, the fork, at the Forks Winnipeg on um, Twitter and Instagram. And then uh, just look up the Forks on Facebook. And the Common also has its yes. own. The Common has handle. its own Facebook and Instagram page. Perfect. Thanks mm-hmm. for talking to us. You're very welcome. Thanks for coming. We're going to take a little break here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. We're at the Forks. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the main ingredient, another segment. I'm here with Krista Hall at the Forks. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> you do? Hi, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this big intro and you tell, hi, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> You've said it all. Okay. All right. No, all right. Well, not at, not at all. Not all. We've got lots more to say. We have lots more to say. Obviously, we're talking about food. What are we talking about right now? Tabita Langell from the Tall Grass Prairie Restaurant. Bakery at the Forks. Bakery at the Forks. And also the restaurant in Wolseley, correct? Yes. We do have a very healthy cafe wing. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about the history of it. It, it, it's, It's been around a little while. Yes. This is our 29th year. Wow. And, uh, and since Wolseley started, and we were the first organic bakery in 
Winnipeg and we milled our own flour and uh, we said we'd pay the farmers a fair price for organic grains and the bank said how noble of you but that won't work <laughs> oh. uh, there's a recession on in case you haven't noticed so they didn't give us any money but thankfully other people did some people thought it was a very good idea right. it would have been to buy local organic food and pay for it decently and do fair trade right like so, cutting edge there like that yeah, it was cutting edge back time. then yeah. and seriously it was everybody prepared us to fail but nobody prepared us to be wildly successful which so we were scrambling in our first few years to catch up okay. with oh, ourselves so you're busy we're very busy yes wow. um i always wanted the healthy healthy bread to be what took us over the top, but it was the gooey cinnamon buns oh, that yes. did it. <laughs> yes, everyone knows of the cinnamon Those buns. were not in the plan. Those were just an afterthought. Oh, for the first few customers in the morning, let's make a few cinnamon buns. And let's make them with fresh ground whole wheat flour. Now people take them all over the country. And yes. To yes. Australia and Hawaii we, and yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, so what is your role? Where do we where do you um, fit in? I am, I'm one of the founders. Yep. There's uh, four partners, and me and Lyle are the people who are still around from the beginning. Um, I was a head baker for quite a, many, a long time, but I'm not. Uh, we have a French head baker. So my role is um, a lot is sourcing food and from the farmers, which is wonderful because I'm from a farm. Mm -hmm. And probably the only reason I live in a city is I married someone who thinks if you can't walk for a newspaper, you're too far <laughs> away. I'm related to that guy. Yes. Okay? I'm related yes. to that guy. Urban. He's very urban. Uh, and I like being with him. So, so <laughs> That always helps. That does yes. help. <laughs> so this is one way where I stay very connected to the farm. So my role at this point is to support whatever's going on. Stay in touch. See what the bakers need, what the the food production people need. We do a lot of canning because um, what we realized after a while that if you want to eat locally in winter, you have to do what our grandmothers did. You have to preserve food yeah. right. mm -hmm. and dry and do all of those things. And so we started doing them and uh, that has been a wonderful unfolding like every year we do more and more locally. How long has it been that you started with the canning? Um, probably 10 years. 10 years. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, 12 years here at the Forks. And there we also do takeout meals. So it kind of evolves. It's evolving. But at this point, um, I think a healthy 80% of everything we make is locally procured from 200 miles or less. And that is very wonderful mm -hmm. to see the money go back to the communities and the people um, getting paid fair prices and the carbon footprint is really reduced. 100%. How yeah. has that whole process changed from when you started to present day? Like, has it well, now, now local food is everyone's doing it. Right. It's really And I now. am deeply grateful for that. I think we owe the young people. I, I really think there we have to credit the younger generation. They took that ball and ran with it. The chefs, 
Mm-hmm. The entrepreneurs and I think you're being modest too. Like I think that you know you kind of blazed the trail for that kind of thing with the idea in the first place, doing something that people were afraid to or just didn't want to do because it or wasn't didn't convenient. No, didn't they just? It wasn't. Well, it wasn't really known back then. Yes, right? I think it wasn't really known, and people didn't think it would work. Mm-hmm. And it was primarily working in California and Oregon and New York. So I think we, um, we for sure we took a gamble, but I think we were prepared to grow it small. And uh, I think what none of us was prepared for, because we made it as an ethical decision, was the difference in taste and flavor. When you cook that close to the land, it tastes different. Mm-hmm. So the bread tasted much, much better. I'll never forget one of our older customers in the first few months who didn't come because we were organic. He just came because he was old and we were close and he wanted a bakery. (laughs) And he said, he now knows why to call it Wonder Bread because after this, you got to wonder if it is bread. bread. (laughs) So the fresh ground flour, the goodness of it all, which has nothing to do with us. We don't make that happen. That is... Mother Nature, whatever right. you want to call that, that's the goodness of the earth, and it's ours. Yeah, and if, if we get out it. of the way, yeah. <laughs> right. so that's what we try to do. Like with the soup, we make law, copious amounts of soup for resale, but also in wo- at the forks for lunch and supper, and and the ingredients when they're fresh, when the farmers bring them in, and the next day it's soup. It's just different. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you said for resale, so people can come in, buy soup, and then make it at home? You just warm, just it, warm up. it up. warm it up and it's yours at home? Yes. Like and that. it's incredible service, especially for seniors. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot. We sell a lot of soup because it's so nourishing. And with our long, cold winters. Winnipeg doesn't have long, cold winters. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, you know, we're going to take a little break okay. and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the food. We're going to okay. talk about specifically the food that you have up here okay. now and about your, your, your menu here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the main ingredient at the Forks with Kevin Bergen. And Krista Hall. We are, we are trying a little bit of food today. It is so fabulous. What are we trying? Well, we, right now we've got Tabata here with us. Uh, from the Tall Grass Bakery here at the Common. I would have messed that up fully. <laughs> I know. That's why Sounds, I, I was I'm so terrible to push me. that on you. I'm so yeah. terrible. All right. Uh, in the first segment, we talked about you know the, the history. Yes. And now let's talk about the food and the services that you provide. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, we're a bakery cafe. Yep. So the bakery is first. We do from scratch breads. And in the last few years, we've very much headed into older varieties of grain and also old methods of baking. Ancient grain, ancient methods. Mm-hmm. So sourdoughs, days and breads, which have no commercial yeast. And the older varieties are a lot of people who are allergic or intolerant of wheat mm-hmm. can eat these older grains, oh, is which right? is wonderful. Yep. Yes. Um, so bread primarily cinnamon buns primarily cinnamon buns is a big part of what we do i love how that was an accident <laughs> i know uh, let's just make some cinnamon buns see what happens and that popularity <laughs> carried over here to the yeah place. yes very much so the cookies are a big part um cookies 
and I would say the croissants, increasingly our head baker is from a five-generation baker's family in Brittany. He so he knows what he's doing. French masters, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And many people have said they're the best croissants in Winnipeg, uh, which doesn't surprise me because he refuses to mechanize it. <laughs> <laughs> he said some things should be done by hand. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the croissants and the whole French line is, is really a very new thing. But in addition to that, we try and, and take our healthy bread and make healthy sandwiches. And for many people, that's a mainstay at the Forks because a lot... A lot of vendors here sell absolutely delicious, mm-hmm. decadent, fried food um, and other wonderful things. So a lot of people who want um, soup and healthy sandwich come to Tallgrass because we do veggie sandwiches. And yeah. Tell us again how long you've been here at the Forks. 17 years. 17 years. Yes, it's been a so joy. So you've been one of the first vendors. No, we weren't. We, the Forks is, is older, quite a bit older than that. Um, but we've been here for 17 years, and it's a very, very special place. And for me, what's special to be doing food here is that historically, this was not a war zone. Mm-hmm. This is where people met and feasted and traded. Yeah. So I take great delight, and it's an honor to be here for me. So we do bison meat, which we get from Swan Lake First Nation. Bison stew, a take-home meal, is that's one of our most successful okay. dishes. Okay, bison stew. Bison stew, which uh, we get from Swan Lake First Nation. And do you serve that year-round? Year-round, yes. Okay. Yes. Sounds yes. like such Bison a- chili is another one. Oh, hey, that that's good. very, yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. What is the soup that you brought up here today? I brought tomato soup because we are so smack in tomato season. <laughs> yes. Everything is tomato. I love Tomorrow tomato we're getting 600 pounds to make salsa. Oh. I also brought oh. salsa. So you have your own canned salsa. So the farmer is going to arrive tomorrow with the tomatoes, the peppers, the garlic, the onions, everything. And then... In 24 hours, it'll be in a jar. Wow. And, and you do that here? Yes. At this, at this location? Do, yes. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. That is it a is lot crazy. of preparation. It yeah. is. Tomorrow, you should come by and... See yeah. it in action? Or Wednesday. Yes, <laughs> it is quite a sight. Yeah. Wow. How do people know... Do your regular customers know when you guys are preparing certain things on certain days? Well, the whole fork smells it. Yes, yeah. I bet. <laughs> yes. People come by and buy the jars warm like you oh, can okay. we have to say no they're still too hot go shop for an hour come back <laughs> yeah. like, no 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 i'm leaving right now i need it right now <laughs> and we sample we sample all day long because when it's that fresh it belongs the food belongs to the people mm-hmm, i feel mm-hmm. we have a yeah. strong sense of that that we're just stewards of this it passes through us right and it's your not, customers feel that i'm sure yeah well yeah. they're they're such a very special part of it because our food is not cheap and they know why. Yeah. And so I always say you could have all the high ideas you want unless people say yes, right. I'll help you. Yeah, then, then it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. And and Tallgrass customers have certainly and have said you, yes. Have you noticed a change since the Forks has changed their whole feel and have now um, they now have the common and it just feels like such a meeting place have you noticed a change yes in, there's yes. definitely 
more of a vibe, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, How have you managed to change the business as times change? Like, you're covering a lot of ground here, you know what I mean? And we haven't as much as we're going to. Um, I think that we are anticipating moving more into, like, now we're a bakery cafe, and I'm thinking that over time we need to be a cafe bakery oh. at the Forks because there's no free parking, mm-hmm. so bread shoppers don't come as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But people come and they want... So I think we're uh, thinking of, of uh, ways we can make some things like tortilla or be all right. bison sausages accessible, adding it to our soup line, mm. wild rice bowls. Yeah, so we're working on that. It's your, coming. Your list of things and products you do is longer than the conversation that we have here right yes. now. Right? I'm sure when you leave, you're going to realize there's a million things that, that uh, you could have said, right? Well, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. How do people find you? How do people, is there a way that people can find the products that you offer? Do you have a website and stuff like that? We have a website, mm-hmm. but I think it's incredible word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, I think tall grass, the cinnamon buns have become legendary in ways I never imagined. Um, and I think it's one of the things that I quickly realized. Once you open your doors, the bakery belongs to the people and the people decide what, what they want and yeah. what they'll support. <laughs> Right, and obviously you're, you're business savvy enough to realize that. Like yes, sometimes people will be but in business. to not let go of what's dear. Like we still have never stopped the, the healthy bread. Mm-hmm. So we don't. We the only white bread we really make is a baguette. Mm. Okay. And ciabatta buns. Other than that, we've stuck. And this is now really gaining traction. Like now that uh, empty carbs are taking a bad rep, this very healthy bread is starting to be what people come for and eat and it has a low glycemic index it's healthy yeah it looks beautiful too yeah that's awesome we appreciate you coming to talk to us and fill us in thank you we're going to take a little break we're at the forks me and krista hall here on the main ingredient on 680 cjob this is 680 cjob